0: i going to make
1: him an offer, I feel the need, the need for Steve.
0: He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fannick.
2: Go ahead, make my day.
0: He's watched the
1: latest Disney movies with his kids. Uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. you talking
0: to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. Have a look for you.
2: I will find you. And I will
3: kill you.
0: Rent BioStream, Stream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen high sense TV.
4: Say hello to my little friend.
0: The best movies you've never seen.
1: The first rule of bike club is you do not talk about bike club.
0: With Steven Fenneck, and Trevor Long. This is the captain.
5: Brace for impact.
0: Welcome to the best movies you've never seen. This is a podcast about the movies that I've seen many times. My name is Stephen Fennec and it's called the best movies you've never seen because my co-host Trevor Long has usually never seen these movies. Although I think you may have seen this one, Trev. Welcome. Great to be here. Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. we are watching this week, and I think you might have watched this. Yes. You may have seen it, I've but seen not it as many times as I, I have. I think I've seen it maybe twice. Yeah. Really, okay. really
3: young, and I, I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen it in the really last... Really young. Ro- like, How old were you when, when you it came out, basically? I, I
0: remember it. How old were you in 1993? Well, I was in year 12. Okay. So, so you were, you're that young, That's young, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. I think that's young. I was married already. I was yeah, you're old, yeah. so there's that. There's <laughs> released in 1993, <laughs> starring the one and only Robin Williams. And I've got to say, I couldn't think of another actor who could have pulled this nah, off. No, zero. He's a genius. But also great cast, uh, apart from Robin Williams, Sally Field, Pierce Brosnan is mm. in this movie as well. Now, here's what I didn't realise. Uh, I've watched this many times, but didn't realise till putting together the show. Mm. This is actually based on a novel. It was a novel written by by Anne Fine. Uh, it was a British novel. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, – the name Mrs. Doubtfire came up because Anne Fine used to walk past a – like a bric-a-brac shop selling jewellery and other stuff. Um, and when she met the shop owner, the owner, her name was Madame Doubtfire. Wow. And she remembered the name in – That and, would stick with you. Yeah. And in, in the – her the book was published in 1986. And that, the book was actually called Alias Madame Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. And it was it followed the storyline, of course, where yep. uh, the person wanted to disguise themselves to be close to their children. But the book had a really a darker tone to it, and and the initial uh, the initial concept for the film was also really dark. Oh. So they, they thought, you know what we they were sort of showing sort of the toll of door divorce takes on a family and the 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 strain it puts on everyone, especially the children. But you yeah. know what, they decided, you know what, we need to lighten this up and make it yeah. a bit more family friendly. Wow, that must be a complete yeah. like that's a one eighty. Absolutely. Yeah, and so right. so they thought we need to we need to make it a family friendly. And so there were a lot of those dramatic scenes where, you know, the children are struggling. They they cut them out just to make it a bit more yeah. still gets across the message and the theme, but it's a bit more bit more family friendly. Now, the uh, director, Chris Columbus, you know, Robin Williams is such a great but on his feet, he can just—he's funny. Yeah, right. You, you
3: surely can't imagine what's going to happen in any well, scene.
0: So, w- what when the director knew that he was—he's ha- got Robin Williams as yep. Mr. Doubtfire, he set up two or three cameras at a time, shooting his scenes. Because he just didn't know what he was going to get. And he's so so improvisational. He, he thought, well, yep. I need to cover every angle of this. Because if he does something well here, we need to have the continuity of all the cameras. Right. So he decided is, to run three. Which in three. filmmaking is very rare, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. You Normally it's a one shot and then you change position to another in, shot. In, in TV and film,
3: they talk about multicam. But multicam, but like, cam, that's yeah. That's a big deal. And it's like, like
0: filmmakers normally have one camera at a time. And then they do the reverse. So say that's a scene of two people, they yeah. do the, the close-up, they do a wide shot, they do the reverse, and that, that's what they call coverage. They cover everything. But in this instance, he thought, well, you know, and, and a lot of other filmmakers, I've heard of some, I think Spielberg even did it one time. I know that um, Chris, Christopher Nolan sometimes does multi-cameras as well, just to save time, but also to capture all the performances at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was that's what helped him there. <coughs> well, now the film was initially going to be set in Chicago, but Chris Columbus uh, decided to check out. He checked out San Francisco and chose to set the film there. Colum- Chris Columbus was living in New York at the time, and he decided that you know he, he needed a change of scenery. He, he in fact uh, during filming fell in love with San Francisco yeah, and right. eventually moved to San Francisco himself. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, uh, you said you've seen it, so your impressions before the show. What were your? Yeah, so when just, I, just I mean, when you think about the movie, I think
3: about the movie. All I think about is Robin Williams, yeah. and the character that he that he becomes, yeah, yeah. like it's just iconic. So absolutely, the, 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 the idea of Robin Williams in a movie would have got me to this in a heartbeat. Oh, anyway. for
0: sure. Would it surprise you to learn that this won best makeup Oscar? In 1994? Honestly, if it didn't, it'd (laughs) be wild. It actually, uh, it was the same year as uh, Jurassic Park came out. So it was the second highest grossing film of 1993 behind Jurassic Park. Wow. Jurassic Park was number one. Which is pretty big for this
3: kind of movie,
0: really. Massive, massive. Now, this is a movie as well where, you know, how there's deleted scenes and uh, special editions of a movie. There are several versions of this movie because because you think of Robin Williams like one like when they let him how they shot this movie and you'll learn a bit later they would shoot the script and then they'd let Robin Williams play so he'd just oh, just right. make up stuff yeah and it's some of it most of it ended up in the, movie, up in the right? movie and so some of the things he improvised couldn't be fitted into a family film. <laughs> So there's like an R rated version of this. Really? There's all these different versions. So there's all like a lot you of deleted can get? scenes. No, there's a lot of, you can oh, put okay, together right. deleted scenes. Yep. So there's only the one definitive version yes. that you can watch at once. Which by the way, yeah.
3: I still think is the most uh, under like bl- deleted scenes, Blu ray yeah. special edition stuff. Unreal. Is still yet to be uh, surfaced on yeah, streaming platforms. Streaming.
0: well, mate, that's the reason why physical media <laughs> is—it's you can't beat it. it makes no sense yeah. that
3: when you because you know, we, maybe we should talk about it in, in a different show, the private feed. But the idea of streaming is you finish something, they want you to watch something else. Yeah, but just just throw me sixteen deleted scenes, exactly. and I'll watch them back to back, exactly
0: baby. Exactly. But you're right. Streaming just wants you to go to the next one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, there was. Uh, he did give him a fair bit of rain He, yeah, he right. knew Which how is, funny he can be. Right. Yeah. And as I said, a lot of the jokes that he came up with were a bit adult, so they couldn't be included in this PG version. This is your last exit before the freeway. We are going to dress right up and uh, take a oh, dive into Mrs. Townfire. But if you haven't seen it, you can catch it through Fetch.
3: And FetchTV.com.au is the place to go to learn a little bit more about Fetch. You can see everything there is to know about Fetch. There's two Fetch boxes, the Fetch Mighty, the Fetch Mini. Uh, the Mini is all you need for everything streaming, everything content. The Mighty is fantastic if you still and love, enjoy free-to-air TV, uh, streamed channels because you can record that content and absolutely get it on demand whenever you want. But don't forget there's also the Fetch Mobi app. So once you're a Fetch subscriber, you can download the app and you can watch content uh, while you're at home. You can download content or watch on the go. You can control your Fetch box. You can set recordings. And, of course, there are thousands, literally thousands of movies to watch on Fetch, and that's what makes it such an entertainment platform. Uh, they say for 9,500, but I think at any one time, there could be 10,000 or more movies. Uh, at this point on their website anyway, 10,721 different movies you can watch. And that's across things to b- movies to buy, rent, and of course, all the streaming platforms. Fetch is the place to watch. Fetch is the entertainment box for your home. Uh, hook it up now. Buy them at major retailers or check out your internet provider to see whether they might be like ionet, Aussie Broadband, Internode, and Optus, and offer Fetch.
0: Okay, you've now seen the movie again. So, what's your impressions now my after the latest watch?
3: Exactly the same as as before. It's like, my God, Robin Williams! Like,
0: yeah, how talented is this bloke? Yeah.
3: I actually had a solid moment of just pure sadness in yeah. this movie, where I just went, "How do how do we lose this man? Yeah. You know, how do we lose that creative genius? This bloke is just. Yeah. It's made. He's you know you could say uh, Jim Carrey is is as amazing in characters and stuff, but. I just don't think there's anyone like Robin Williams. And the way he portrays the character, the way he just everything from putting on, because you've got to remember, and we'll get to it, but the putting on and off of the makeup is not real. Yeah. Uh, you know, it would be much more detailed than just putting it on in yeah. the bathroom. But yeah. the way he portrays that part, and I think for me, the scene that absolutely nails it is the, the sister when his yeah. sister's at his house. Yeah the sister yeah. and the and the social and worker the social work comes over yeah. simple as that that's that, that's, that's this movie yeah. in, in, and in, like, in a going go
0: robert williams is we'll talk about him in a minute in the casting call but he's he's one of those rare was rare actor who could nail comedy but he's also a very good dramatic actor yes. too like goodwill hunting dead poets like he can nail both genres yeah. he's such a talented actor remarkable all which, right what's your tweet here which gets me to my tweet my tweet is
3: just Take a moment to appreciate the genius of Robin Williams one more time, and rewatch Mrs. Doubtfire today. Oh yeah. It's really that, that's it holds all you up need too. to sell this. It holds up. It does.
0: Yeah. I saw this at the movies. Really, with my new wife. Hey, we were just, we congratulations! Were ne-
3: nearly- I was studying for that. Well, not studying for that, you see,
0: but I was, I was certainly <laughs> at school. You were going to school every yeah. day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Joe and I uh, we got married at the end of '92, mm-hmm. and we'd gone on our honeymoon and just moved into our new place. We, 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 we had a we had a unit, but we owned we bought a unit before our wedding. Just for
3: perspective, folks, they didn't live together before <laughs> they were married. That's
0: correct. That's yeah. correct. But uh, we yeah, so we moved into our unit, which. We'd owned for a couple of years, but we were renting out. Right. And then, uh, yeah, this was one of the first movies we saw together as husband and wife. Oh, lovely. And uh, I've seen it many, many times since. And let's move to the casting call. And, of course, Robin Williams plays Daniel Hillard. He was, of course, in Dead Pilate Society, which we've done. Goodwill Hunting, which we've done. Good morning, Vietnam, which oh, we haven't done. See, I rem- I remember seeing that yes. back in the day, and yes. I would love
3: to watch that again.
0: Yes. Uh, yes. He passed away, sadly, in 2014.
3: Isn't it weird that yeah. there's moments in history that yeah. uh, are significant, one? but I remember where I was. I was sitting yeah. at my desk at SBS yeah. when he passed away, and I'm like, uh, it was one of those ones where you got to turn to people and go, right. oh, my God, like Robin Williams yeah. has passed away. Like Unbelievable, mate.
0: Very sad. Well, at the time he was making this film, he actually had real-life inspiration because he was going through a divorce of his yeah. own. So he, uh, he really he dug deep for the, some of those dramatic scenes He yep. kept from, from real, his personal life. He knew exactly where he wow. was at. Uh. Um, Christopher Columbus often commented about he was amazed how far Robin Williams took, took his performance. Mm. And you just never know what you're going to get. Like, first he said, look, he, the agreement on the set was first... Let's do the script, script and then let and Robbie then go. and then let you go. Then he allowed him to improvise or playing, as Williams called it. Um, uh, he the, the director gave him a pretty wide uh, permission to really just go for it. And a lot of the funniest scenes in the film came from those improvisations. You can imagine, yeah. Yep. Sally Field plays Miranda Hillard. Wow, she was in. Have you seen her in Forrest Gump? No. She plays Tom Hanks's mum in Forest. We camp. have to do that movie. Yeah, though. that's on the list. So iconic. Steel Magnolias. Heard of it. Also on the list. Flying Nun. Smokey and the Bandit. She was, she the was flying in. Nun. Wasn't she, she was the flying Nun when she was very young. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think my mum used yeah. to watch that. So that's yeah, how me I used to watch it too when I was a kid. Pierce Brosnan plays Stu Dunmire, and he was in The World Is Not Enough as James Bond. James Bond. Yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies as James <laughs> Bond. The Thomas Crown Affair. On the list, great movie remake of an old version of the movie, which I I reckon very rare that the new Remake's version better. is better. Because he, he, him and uh, Rene Russo is in it, and he was also in Mamma Mia. Have you what? seen Mamma Mia? No. Yeah, you know, based on the ABBA songs. You yeah,
3: know, mate. Then... again. Okay. Okay. Is all I the forgot, the I I forgot who I'm
0: talking to here. <laughs> now, originally, right, Pierce Brosnan's character, Stu Dunmire, yeah. originally written as a villain. Oh. So he was supposed to be really arrogant and di- um, you know really dislikable. Yes. W- would would Again, say, that's probably
3: how the book runs it, right. Yes,
0: it does. And and, and saying to like in the, in the in the original versions of the script it's it's like yeah yeah Miranda's kids pff, we're going to send them to military school. But in this you know, they're like they're lovely, this, he, lo- he, love loves, them, he loves he loves the kids. Nattie. That's right. Yeah, so yeah, right. He because the the I think when when he was cast they realised Chris Columbus, especially, was a big fan of his, and realised what a nice bloke he was, and he didn't want to stitch him up. Yeah, right. So he thought, you know what? The only thing that we, we we want to keep you we want to keep him likable. The yes. only the only thing about the character that we've remained from the original script was when he called Daniel a loser at the swimming pool, which we'll get to that uh, scene. That's yes. the only line that. Yes. that they kept from before. Yeah, they changed everything else. Yep. Alrighty. Before we get to the run through, let's chat about our other great sponsor and that is high go big go high sense if you want a big tv then high <laughs> is the brand to go for and the good news for everyone is that every tv in the high sense lineup has mini led backlighting technology yep. This is very important because Mini LED creates way more dimming zones, way more places for the picture to be light and dark, and in fact, have a bright color right next to a dark part of the screen that allows for the greater contrast. So, good contrast equals great picture quality, breathtaking picture quality, as a matter of fact, thanks to the Mini LED backlight combined with high sensors QLED quantum dot color technology. The pictures are unbelievable, stunning contrast over a billion shades of color, and is also, a lot of people don't realize, the high-sense TVs are IMAX certified. So yes. you can watch the IMAX version on the high-sense TV. IMAX is offered in many of the streaming services. Disney Plus has a lot of IMAX versions. So you're seeing more of the movie, not less. So that's a good thing to know. If you're a sports fan, auto sports mode, 200 smooth motion makes for truly vibrant and crystal clear fast motion. So whether you're watching sport, action movies, you'll know it's a much smoother experience. And of course, if you're a gamer, game mode pro with HDMI 2.1, running 4K at 120 hertz, variable refresh rate, auto low latency mode, AMD FreeSync technology. It's a gamer's bonanza. You will love this TV. And you've got to remember too, Hisense has a three-year warranty. One of the only brands, one of the only TV brands to offer a three-year warranty. So you have peace of mind knowing the company truly backs its product. Get down to a store, stand in front of a Hisense TV, it just makes sense. Have a look at Hisense. If you don't take our word for it, check it out for yourself or head to the website, hisense.com.au. All righty. Are you ready, Trev? We're going to start off with, uh, I do love the intro of this movie. It really showcases Robin Williams' oh, yeah. vocal abilities. Yep. He's, he's sort of voicing a cartoon. Yep. Uh, but then when uh, he's you see it's like a bird and a cat and it was sort of classic. It reminded me of Sylvester and Tweety, you know, in yes. the Loon Tunes. And uh, in the sound booth, he you hear him going through all these motions. And then he goes off script when he notices that the little bird is smoking. Smoking a cigarette. And he notices. He goes, oh, let's ask the guys in the booth. And they're all smoking. And he decides. Yeah, basically, he, he finds his moral compass. Daniel, listen to me. This session is costing the studio thousands of dollars. Now, if you want a paycheck, you stick to the script. If you want to play Gandhi, then do it on somebody else's time.
2: And then I've got to do what I've got to do. <laughs> That's very funny. Where the
0: hell are you going? Hey, listen, buddy, I'll tell you something. If you leave, you're not coming back in. I'm not taking any crap from you, pal. Well,
1: in the words of Porky Pig, (laughs) piss
2: piss off, Lou. (laughs) That's
3: so well done. How good is that? And you know what? I guarantee you that's an ad lib.
0: Oh, probably. Probably, yeah. Like
3: it would have been, you know, storms out and tells him to piss off,
0: right? Definitely.
3: And that would have been, okay, we've done the script. Yeah, Robin. Play.
0: So, so he's he's walked out on this job, right? And you so that establishes, yeah, he's a color colorful bloke, voice actor, doesn't have a job at the moment. Goes to pick up the kids from school, and they know he's. And early. they say so they go, "Yeah, you're early." He goes, "What old, happened?" He goes, he goes, "I got off early." He goes, "You mean you got fired?" The oldest
3: one goes, says, you, "Yeah, you're yes, fired." She's... He goes, "No,
0: I quit." You go, "Okay." So that sort of yeah. says, "Okay, he's a bit of a flake. He's can't hold down a job." Yeah. Uh, but It's a he's it's he very easy exposition, isn't oh, yeah, it? Oh, yes, Just away. the kid saying that yeah. exposes that part of him. And uh, he it's his son's birthday, and they goes, uh, we're going to have a party. And he goes, Oh, we can't. Mum said, I can't. He goes, hey, your mum's not going to be home for four hours, mate. So he organises a petting zoo. Yeah, four hours. Yeah. Cut to a literal zoo in yeah. a house. So there's a petting zoo outside the house. Uh, the neighbour the neighbor sees the ruckus and actually calls up Miranda in her office, says, listen, you might want to... Come over and uh, take a look at what's going down at your place. Oh, that's great. She called you and you bust the birthday party. That's great. Don't
5: you dare make me out to be the monster here, Daniel. Don't you dare. You have all the fun and I get whatever's left over. Oh,
1: you chose the career, Miss I have
5: no choices here, Daniel. I have no choices. Even when I try to do something fun, you have to do it 10 times bigger. I bring home a birthday cake and a few gifts. You bring home the goddamn San Diego Zoo and I have to clean up after. Oh, I'm
1: sorry, but it's not toxic waste. just a few party plates, Why huh? am
5: I the only one that feels there has to be ruled. Oh, Why do you always make me out to be the heavy? I don't
1: make you out to be anything. You do it yourself, oh, quite naturally, You set Miranda. me up,
5: Daniel, every time. Oh, I don't set up. Oh, lighten
1: up, will you? Just realise you're spending too much time with those corporate clones you used to despise.
5: I spent too much time with you, Daniel. It's over. It's over.
3: Oof. That hits him hard. I've got to tell you, that line, actually, that's that last bit, is a really amazing bit of acting because you could just say, oh, you know, I spent too much time with you, it's over. But it's like, if you listen to the tone of her speaking about the corporate, and then the way it, it's like a realisation. she goes, it's over. Then he goes, it's over. It's literally like it's the... yeah. And you can imagine it. It's been Probably on Probably the mind. first time she said it. She's, it. she's, she's wanted she to say it. It, yeah. it feels that yeah. way. Yeah, she's a great Brilliant actor. Brilliant
0: yeah. actor. But you know what, Daniel, of course, he's, th- he's thinking, no, let's work it out. We can, we can get over this. Let's take a vacation together with the
1: kids as a family. Get you away from work. You're a different person. You really are. You're great.
5: Oh, Daniel, our problems would be waiting for us right here when we got back.
1: We'll move. And hopefully our problems won't follow us.
5: Daniel, please don't joke. Just going apart. We're different. We have nothing in common. Oh,
1: sure we do. We love each other. Come on, man. We love each other. Don't we? I want a
0: divorce. That was that was hard. Yeah. And we see that they're very quickly in court. Yeah. Fast, far- well, no, fast forward <laughs> yes. to him pack, packing up the packing up the car. Oh no, no, but they go to court first. But he's uh, he, he does he does cop it pretty hard. But we do learn that uh, they're in court. He, he's given ninety days to get his act together.
1: Your Honour, please. I mean, every saturday it's one day a week. That's not enough. I have to be with my children. It's not a question, really. I mean, I have to be with them, sir, please. I know it seems like a lot, but for me, it's not enough, really. I have been away from them for more than one day since the day they were born. Mr. Hillard, I would like to add that this ruling is only temporary. Oh, good. I will assign a court liaison to oversee your case, and there will be a continuance of these proceedings in 90 days. I'm giving you three months, Mr. Hillard. Thank you. Three months in which to get a job, keep it, and create a suitable home. If this proves to be a possibility for you, I will consider a joint custody arrangement when we reconvene. We're
0: adjourned. <laughs> little little thought here. Mm. Why does she get the house? She, see, yeah, he's automatically kicked out. So the next scene is him packing up his gear, saying goodbye to the kids. Mm. So she gets custody and the house.
3: Isn't how does that work out? Well, I think that's why you maybe at the very start you said this is timeless. Yeah. I mean, the issues raised here are timeless. Yeah. They're still issues that husbands and well, wives and men her, and women. Is it
0: her house or I don't know how does it work? Well, you
3: got to look at it and go, okay, so we've, we've portrayed him now as a bit flaky. He doesn't hold down much of a job. She's yeah. now clearly a successful corporate type. So yeah. she probably has great claim to. Yeah.
0: Um, she's the breadwinner. But, but most she's importantly, got a job.
3: she's yeah. got custody. And I think in that yeah. situation, even when the house is is, is essentially shared, mm. the person with custody would, because they want the kids so to they stay at home. the house, home. yeah, of
0: course. Yeah. I'm wondering how to. Not play. a family lawyer. I wonder how a family lawyer would have viewed this movie. Yes, and, uh, well, let's get one on the line. <laughs> so yeah, this is sad. He's packing up the oh, car, says goodbye to the kids, and and then I think the son says, "Oh, it's all my fault. I shouldn't have had a, a birthday." He goes, yeah. "No, don't ever think that." Yeah. So he's you can tough. you can just really tell here how much he's yeah. he's uh, he's such a family man. It's it's like it's like. Me, my kids are a bit older, but it reminded me of you. Like, your children, they're really close to your kids. Yeah. It would shatter you if you couldn't see your kids. Might be, so yeah. you you could relate to it's this. It's hard to yeah. watch him. In those yeah. court
3: scenes, this one and the one later, Yeah, just the and that's why it's interesting to know that he was going through divorce. You can yeah. kind of feel the channeling
0: Absolutely, of it. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so he says goodbye to the kids, packs up. He goes to meet the social worker, and uh, she says, here's a number for an employment office. And he gets a job. Uh, oh, this is a funny scene where the bloke goes, he goes, let, let me show you. And he sees all the film cans. He goes, oh, am I going to be presenting this, these films on, on the air? <laughs> he goes, yeah. not exactly. Yeah. He goes, you ship, you pack them, and then you ship them. And then you get those, you ones, you you those ones, you pack those, pack those, you ship them. You ship them. he goes, uh, what happens after the packing? He goes, you ship them. He goes, okay. He basically says, you ship them, And then I think I made a friend there, he says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we, we <laughs> realise that he's going through a lot of changes. Uh, in the we see briefly in the office Miranda is reintroduced to Stu. So yep. Stu Dunmeyer, strapping handsome man, yep. uh, is apparently doing. She's doing some. Uh, she's a. Is she a d- an interior designer or something? Yeah, she's yeah, uh, yeah an interior she's designer. Like she's got big, sketches yeah. of or everything. Or an architect from, or something? No, like, interior design, design company, for yeah, sure because yes.
3: she's she's designing the
0: the fabrics and the fittings yeah, and so stuff. Yeah. And so she's doing a job for him. But now the uh, the section of the movie where they're uh, sort of the transition phase and and the the part where uh, Miranda eventually starts looking for a housekeeper. Yes. but Daniel, we see him in his apartment. He's eating dinner with it's his kids. It's a mess, by the way. Yeah, the apartment's is just a real mess. It's a, like a bomb went off in the joint. Uh, Miranda, the, she she they hear the horn out the front. Uh, so because Miranda's actually turn, to pick the kids turned up. up to turned up to pick pick up the kids. Mom. no it's not can't be she's an hour early
5: come
1: on daddy we gotta go <laughs> okay no 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 come on sit down sit down sit down you don't have to run off when she honks the horn come on you're on my time now you're my goddamn kids too
3: that's the first the only time he raises his voice to the yeah, kids yeah and you could you could imagine it being heart-wrenching you could imagine him for the rest of the night lying in bed going i can't believe oh, yeah. i yelled at the kids yeah, because yeah. of Buddy Miranda turned up an hour early. But, the, but
0: when she comes up to the room, she comes up and she goes, oh, great, look what you've done. Look, yeah. look at this place. It's mm. a pigsty. And then he says, look, you dropped them off an hour late. You're an hour early. You know, what what's going on? And then the little girl, remember the little girl? She says, oh, come on, hurry up. And then she says to the mum, well, his damn kids too. Remember? <laughs> she says the same thing. Oh, the kids say the damnedest things. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, we uh, we find out though in that little exchange that uh, Miranda is going to place an ad for a housekeeper. because yeah. I oh, just let me have a look at the ad, and he uh, and he's reading the ad. He reads the ad, and then this is the part where she uh, he decides to put his voice talents to the test.
5: Hello, are you calling in response to the ad? Uh-huh. Tell me who was your previous employer. I was in a band. Severe tire damage.
2: In a band. <laughs> I just want to know one thing, are your kids well behaved or do they need like a few light slams every now and then? Um, I'll have to get back to you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, my name is Ilsa Immelman and I want to know how many children do you have? I have two girls and a boy. Oh, a boy. I don't work with the males because I used to be one. <laughs> Hello? Ah! Layla, get back in your cell. Don't make me get the hose. Hello? (laughs) I am Job. Do you speak English? I am
5: Job. I'm sorry, the position has been filled.
3: (laughs) There's no way they weren't all improvised. <laughs> Whatever was in the script, <laughs> he did not do. He did, but they didn't <laughs> use it. And so, what's amazing about that is, and again, this is a rewatch. But you know, she's she comes into his apartment. She's got this written, uh, handwritten yeah. job ad and the phone yeah. number. He changes the phone number. Yeah. And you think to yourself, oh, well, how's that going to work, mate? But he, it's the genius of this script is yeah. she's got to receive some phone calls to think the ad's working. Yeah, of course. And for him yeah. to spend you know a day or two of his life. Yeah. Just making stupid <laughs> phone calls is
0: outrageous. And just setting himself up yeah. for the ultimate. And uh, this is where he th- his plan was then to come up Get with this. Get to this point.
5: Would you mind coming on an interview, say, Monday night at 7.30? Oh, I'd love to, dear. Wonderful. I'm at 2640 Steiner Street. Steiner. Oh, how lovely. Could you tell me your name?
2: My name? I thought I gave it to you, dear. No. Ooh.
0: He looks at the newspaper headline. Don't fire.
5: I beg your pardon. Don't fire, dear.
2: Mrs. Don't fire.
5: Well, I look forward to meeting you. Oh lovely, dear, me too. Bye
2: bye. Ta
0: Now you know the house where they lived, you know the other mm. house? Yeah. The address she gave? Yeah. Is the actual address? No, no it's the legit. Twenty six forty. I, of the went, house. I went there when we were there but Isn't remember, that remember wild? We were we in San Fran with, Sam, with Samsung in January, February? Yeah. I went. I went to it. Isn't it just <laughs>
3: wild that they gave it's the, the actual exact address?
0: Twenty six forty Steiner Street, San Francisco. Like
3: while that was playing, I thought I'll look, yeah. I'll look up
0: and see what that. Yeah, it's the actual house. Yeah. Imagine
3: that. <laughs>
0: it's wild. So he does now at this point call on the talents of his brother, who happens to be a makeup artist. Yeah. And uh, they have to come up with the right look. Now, this was a funny little section where they're trying on various looks and things, and uh, they eventually. And I like too how you know they come up the, the looks they came up with that they reject are the ones you see, hmm. but the one at the end where Mrs. Doubtfire, you only see her eyes, the glasses, you don't see her fully. Right, and uh, it's not uh, it's not until later that you you see her properly. Now, the mask used by Robin Williams in the film was a prop. Now, the real makeup was made up of eight separate pieces. So, you know, uh, when he pulls yeah. off the mask, yeah. that was just a prop. That's a prop. The yeah. actual makeup yeah, is eight like, different pieces. like nose, cheek, oh, chin, yeah. forehead. Yes. Yeah, right. Okay. So, the, the fact that it was a mask, it really isn't a mask in, okay. in, in, in practical Makes terms. Makes sense. Uh, and also, he had a bodysuit that was, and these are Robin Williams' words, made out of spandex and beans. It was like a walking beanbag chair, wow. is what he described it.
3: Which... I got to say, because there's moments where he takes off his clothes and, and he's, yeah. you see the bodysuit, Yeah, it's remarkably like yeah. real, isn't yeah. it? The way they make those things. Yep. Because they ne- it needs to means needs, needs to mimic uh, a course. human body. It's yeah.
0: Wild. Really good. So next thing, Ma, Mrs. Doubtfire turns up for the interview, and this was the classic reveal. Did you notice when the doorbell rings? Yeah. Sally Field Miranda opens, yeah. the door, opens the door, stands back, and then mm. here you have Mrs. Doubtfire. First time yep. we actually see her. She meets the kids. And I love the fact that um, the little girl goes, oh, you smell like bug spray. He goes, oh, don't lose that orange <laughs> quality, you know. And then the, the guy, the boy, Chris, says, geez, you're a big, As you can play for the $40. <laughs> <laughs> and then she mentions how she used to play soccer. He so he, she And he yeah. goes, oh, I love soccer. Football, yeah, we football, you mean soccer, yeah. Yep. And, uh, and then the daughter says, look, you know, I can't understand, you know, we don't need a, a housekeeper. Why, you know, why can't dad do it?
5: This isn't fair, mom. Why do we need a housekeeper anyway? Oh,
0: this is all I need right now.
5: Look, why can't Dad do it?
0: Excuse me,
2: dear, but I don't think it's appropriate to argue with your mother in front of a perfect stranger, if you don't mind my saying so.
5: I just don't see why we can't spend the extra time with Dad.
2: Well, maybe she's right, dear. Maybe their father would be a more appropriate person.
5: No, I don't think so. It's not my fault, honey. If he would get a job and a decent apartment, you see, he's the kind... Excuse me, dear.
2: I'm sure you normally would encourage the children to step out of the room before you verbally bash their father. Hmm. Hmm?
5: Well, if I did that, I might never see them again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, but wow. you got to remember. That's him. That's him. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. About yeah. him. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. But then they go into the kitchen and he, he sits her down. And she said, "Missus, yeah, Miss, I'll make you the cup of tea. You sit down. And she basically gets hired on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next bit is when he's getting home from the so – he's got the job, gets home from the interview, and he forgets that the caseworker's meeting him. Remember, she comes yeah. to the door, and uh, he she says, oh, no, uh, that's my brother. Uh, Daniel's my brother. They head upstairs, and it's, again, the switch between Mrs. Doubtfire and Daniel and back again. But I love it when he's taken off his mask, it flies out the window <laughs> and the truck runs over the Oh, mask. man, because it's like <laughs> no. the first time he's used the yeah. get-up Yeah. and here he is, It's it's been buggered up. So he's thinking, okay, well, first Daniel comes out, like he said, he's had a shower. Yeah. He goes, oh, hey, how are we going? And then he goes, oh, look, your, your, your sister mentioned a cup of tea. He goes, oh, let me just get it for you. So he's got to change back into... into Mrs. Doubtfire, but the the mask is gone. So he's thinking, I need a face, I need a face, I need a face. He sneaks into (laughs) the kitchen and he sticks (laughs) his face (laughs) in the cake (laughs) before she comes out.
2: Miss Helen? The water's boiling. Hello! Ah! Oh, I'm sorry to frighten you, dear. I must look like a yeti in this ghetto. This is my nightly meringue mask, part of my beauty regimen. What it is is basically egg whites... Creme fresh powdered sugar, vanilla, and a little touch of alum. There you go, dear. Oh, there you go. You've got your cream and your sugar now. It's a little cappuccino. Oh. One drop or two. Would you like another one? Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, as you can see, I can't stay with you, dear. I'm melting like a snow cone in Phoenix. There we go again. I'll go get Danny, all right? He'll be right with you. Hold on. Danny! Coming, sis. It was lovely to have met you. Lovely to meet you.
0: Now that scene where he's serving the tea. Yeah. Completely improvised. Wow. Not intentional. Wow. So, so the, the, the Wow Well the, the what he said was improvised, yes. but the face the, the, the fact face, that he had the cream yes. on his face, yeah. the set lights was melting off his face too fast and yeah. the, it dropping into the cups. He was just that was just him improvising. So, he goes, yeah. oh, you cream and your sugar your sugar and your milk in once and so just a little cappuccino. And what's great about that is yeah the the social
3: worker she just plays along because yeah, at the yeah. end there's a cut of her yeah. looking at it going and what? yeah and she rubs it into her skin and a bit on, on her face yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's cool anyway Mrs Doubtfly is uh, out she's back in the house and she's taken over so uh, she's now uh, he's now uh, he she is able to be with the kids and be the firm father figure he wasn't before. he, she. It's so yes. 2024. Well, well,
3: it's him. Eh? It is, yeah, it <laughs> We've got to give Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. pronouns. Give her pronouns.
0: <laughs> <That's right. laughs> He, she, that's right. That Mrs. That's Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire's pronouns. Yeah, he, she. he, she. Of course. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. But they they do uh, a bit of pushback with the kids here. They're saying that, you know what, we always watch Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. And they go, oh, so oh
3: yeah, the oldest daughter she, here is a
0: grumpy little. Oh. Yeah. And he grabs uh, the remote and throws it in, the fish, in tank. the fish tank. And then he's making them all clean. Yeah. And he goes, look, you want to keep clean or you want to do your homework? And then they all decide to do their homework. But then he uh, decides he's got to cook dinner. Here, he has a little bit of difficulty. He nearly burns himself and he decides, you know what, I'm not going to make this. He has to order out. And I think he finds a place in the. That's how old the movie is. It uses the yellow pages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they rush over the four dinners. No one. And, yeah. No one
3: smells the burning clothes. No, no, no. Uh, no. no smoke alarms. <laughs> well, no, they're off. up.
0: They're upstairs. Yeah, true. sure, no sure, smoke sure. Yeah, maybe but they need to change there, the batteries. And the also, smoke alarms. there's
3: also a great line, which again, I've got to say, I reckon's a Robin Williams line, yeah. where he talks about getting hot flushes. Yeah, that's one of my. That's one of my lines. It's just, yeah, but you can that's imagine genius. that's yeah. that's improvised. You'll, you'll
0: hear that later, but. The where he was accidentally set on fire and in in the in the kitchen, um, the boiling water originally had a metal spoon in it which got really hot. So when he when he grabbed it, it burned his hand and he swore. And that that was when that was the part that he thought he was acting. He didn't he didn't think that was real the director thought, oh, that's great acting, but yeah. he was actually he actually burned himself oh, on the thing. So <sighs> uh, yeah, so we uh, that's when I think the, you see the pot the pot full with the potatoes on the yep. floor and yep. everything. Yeah. I love this next bit, the montage and the music to the montage is the Aerosmith song. Do, 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 look like, looks like a lady. Like a lady. And the, Great you work. See it, the kids sort of, there's activities with the kids and he's learning how to cook. Did you notice he was in his apartment yeah. sort of watching on TV? Yes. No, yes. He, I'm imagining YouTube probably wasn't around then, No, so it was not. He's looking at watching cooking shows and taking notes, spending time with the kids. Now, how real did mrs doubtfire look do you reckon now according to one biography about Robin Williams he apparently decided to take the suit take in costume he decided to go out in public to test the believability of the character wow and he was uh wow he was no one picked him up in fact, he went into an adult bookstore and made a purchase in a bookstore, <laughs> adult shop. He was able to get away with everything without being recognized. That's wild. No one recognized Robin Williams That's in amazing. that outfit. And
3: so, such a great idea too. Yeah.
0: Now, here we go. We see uh, Miss. he meets... This is where Stu comes into the picture again. Mrs. Doubtfire sees his Mercedes out the front. Did you yep. see it uh, rips off the horn? Yeah, whole, it rips right? the funny horn on it off. Jeez. And then he immediately comes in and sees Stu with the family. He's immediately jealous. Yep. And then he's introduced to Stu who uh, asks where from, where, he says, oh, I'm, I've am i got a little house in London. Whereabouts in London yep. are you from? I have a home in London. I was born there. What part of England are you from?
2: Here and there, dear. All over, really. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> accent's a little kind of
2: muddled. There, really? So. Well, so's your tan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, dear. You know, can you help me with something? I found this outside. Uh,
0: yes. This is off my, uh, Mercedes.
2: Off your Mercedes, dear? You own that big, expensive car out there. Oh, dear. Well, they say a man who has to buy a big car like that's trying to compensate for smaller genitals, is he? Smaller but genitals? Because I see that you're a strapping lad, aren't you? Love
4: to meet you. You too, dear.
0: Mm. So good. And uh, that's not why I bought my Mercedes, okay? Oh, really? There's no hood ornament for me to rip off either. (laughs) That is true. Now, uh, this is the part two where Miranda asks Mrs. Dalfi, look, can you stay a little bit longer tonight? We want to have a drink. And what do you reckon? And uh, so his success as Mrs. Doubtfire is actually making it um, making it harder for himself places. to get back yeah. into the home if yeah. that if that was his long term plan. That's the go. But here's the part where he's over. He's looking after the kids, um, but he goes to the bathroom and doesn't lock the door. And his son Chris comes in and sees him having a number one standing up. What's really interesting is yeah.
3: as he walked into Mrs. Doubtfire walked into the bathroom. Yeah. And the he he pushed the door, it didn't shut fully and yeah. then but then it does click. And yeah. I thought to myself, "Oh, I thought this is where they, he gets caught." And I yeah. thought to myself, "Oh, well, that's it." But then it, yeah. it's, it's that he didn't lock it. Yes. But it's funny because I looked carefully and it sh- it shuts really slowly but does it does shut? click. Yeah, yes. right, because
0: it wasn't a jar, wasn't it. No, it, was it wasn't shut. a jar. Yeah. It, it does click. Right. Yeah, so that naturally that naturally freaks out young Chris.
5: Well, Mrs. Downfire, he's a she he's a she she he's a she she. Why? Ah. He- uh. He's half man, half woman. What? Yes, I swear! All right,
2: now just calm down. Please!
5: Just relax, please! You're gonna get it in the balls! Yeah! (laughs) She's got him? She's got everything.
1: All right, listen to me. I'm not who you think I am.
5: Yeah, no shit.
1: Watch your mouth, young man.
5: Oh my god. Dad?
1: Yeah.
5: Dad? You don't really like wearing that stuff, do you, Dad? <laughs> well,
1: some of it's comfortable. No. no. It's a pain in the padded ass. This is not a way of life. It's just a job. I don't go to old lady bars or anything like that after work, you know? No, you know, it's, it's the only way I could see you guys every day. Again,
3: got to be improvised. You don't go to old lady bars. <laughs> like <that's
0: laughs> And he, and he saw, says here that, okay, look, you, you, you guys know, but you can't tell, can't tell, little, can't tell little, yeah. little sister. Nanny, can't that? tell your mum yeah. as well so they're carrying this secret now cut back to the studio where he's sort of just standing by a set watching this old bloke doing his dinosaur show and everyone's mm-hmm. even the cameramen are falling asleep and everything and the ceo jonathan lundy's there and he's like daniel standing off to the side sort of making all these one liners and funny quips and he kind of gets this he gets the guy's attention and yep. he goes and then they introduce himself as you mean the mr lundy as uh yep yeah, So he's the boss. I think the, so the best part about his that interaction boss comes is, when, pips him, yeah. is when
3: Daniel's supervisor comes, goes, mate, yeah. what are you doing? Get, this, this, is, this shipment's got to go. And yeah. he goes, this is Daniel Lundy. <laughs>
0: and, it's like, and and Lundy goes, I think he knows who yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was, sort of plants the seed for something that happens later in the yeah. movie. But Back home, uh, over a cup of tea, Miranda explains to Mrs. Doubtfire what it was like Oof. to be married to Daniel.
5: It was Daniel's spontaneity and his energy I fell in love with. Really? Everyone else I knew was so organized, so scheduled. Like me, I guess. Daniel was so wonderfully different and funny.
2: He could always make me laugh. They always say the key to a solid marriage is laughter.
5: But after a few years, everything just stopped being funny. Why? I was working all the time, and he was always between jobs. I hardly ever got to see the kids, and on the nights I would try to get home early to be with him, something would go wrong, the house would be wrecked, and I'd have to clean it up. He never knew, but so many nights I just cried myself to sleep. Really? The truth is, I didn't like who I was when I was with him. I would turn into this horrible person. I didn't want my kids growing up with a mother like that. When I'm not with Daniel, I'm better.
0: So you just imagine how hard that was for him to hear that, eh? Like mm. during which she goes, "Oh, he Huge. probably didn't know this, but I used to cry myself to sleep." And you could see genuinely he was surprised. Yeah,
3: really. Like, as much as it's hard, yeah. it's also eye-opening and somewhat heartening for him to know that it's not just some. Like, yeah. here's the thing: plenty of people get divorced because their partner cheats on them. Yeah. This is this is just yeah. him finding or, out. Or that is drunk, this is actually him yeah. finding out that he. Yeah. He needed to be different or better, yeah. and like that's that's hard. Yeah, but I, I,
0: I'm going to take a bit of Daniel's side here because oh, no, 100%. She, she was saying that oh, I was working all the time, and yep. like that doesn't help things, eh? Hey? Like if you, no, but you know, again from her point of view,
3: yeah. she says very clearly there, you know, she, if she was she'd late, try would come, come, come back and the place and was a bloody mess. A mess and, yeah. You know, he's not
0: helping out. Frustrating. Anyway. They, uh, Stu meets Miranda and the family, and they go to this exclusive country club too. So they go for a swim. Oh, do you like this when they arrive and he's just on top of the diving board and just does a real poser pose dive for him. Yeah, <laughs> proper poser. <laughs> Bit of a wanker there. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, he, he, she, he's there as well with the family. And I think they make some jokes about, oh, did you bring your bikini? Mrs. Doubtfire he goes, oh, you wicked man. Yeah. But anyway, during this whole exchange, uh, Stu walks over to the bar. Mrs. Doubtfire's around the corner, and uh, Stu, Stu talks to obviously some bloke some bloke that he knew. Yep. And um, he uh, the, he overhears this little conversation.
3: Oh, uh, who's
1: Rugrats?
0: Miranda Hillard's. Miranda Hillard? Mm-hmm. The woman, I'm seeing. No kidding. You?
1: A guy who's never having kids? Won't have anything to do with kids? You won't even date a woman who's got kids.
0: <laughs> People change, Ron. I'm pushing 40. I don't want to spend the rest of my life by myself. She's got an awful lot of baggage, though. Three kids. Three terrific kids, and I'm crazy about them. Especially that little Natalie. Look at her. She's needs i God knows, they need some kind of stable father figure in their life right now. Thanks, son. Oh, what about their real father? What can I say, Ron? The guy's a loser. I'll see you. Loser. Picks up the fruit. Pigs it at him.
2: Oh, sir. I saw it. Some angry member of the kitchen staff. Did you not tip them? Oh, the terrorists, they ran that way. It was a run by fruiting. I'll get them, sir. Don't worry.
0: Run by fruiting. So good. (laughs) In the studio, Uh, Daniel's back at work. He's playing around on the set with the dinosaurs. Mm. Mr. Lundy hears his stuff. He goes, that's funny stuff. He goes, you and me, let's set up a dinner, talk about ideas. Bridges Restaurant, Friday, 7 o'clock. Done. Bridges. It's a yeah. beautiful restaurant, yeah, yeah. apparently. North. North you can tell North from it's, yeah. this is an executive. Real. Yeah. He yeah.
3: hasn't had to make an appointment. He's just named oh, yeah. the time. So yeah.
0: those little little cues make it clear that this is yeah. swanky. And we see later. Like, well, what happens next is Miranda um, picks up the kids from Daniel's apartment and sees the apartment is spick and span, organized, and then he cooked. he's cooked dinner for him. He goes, "I oh, haven't had their dessert." He goes, "You cooked?" He goes, "Yeah, I've learned done a lot of things. I could bake and everything." He so. In, in becoming Mrs. Doubtfire, he's had to learn these skills that's yeah. going to help him anyway. So uh, he's benefited there. But Stu then reveals that he's taken the whole family out, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire included, for Miranda's birthday. And guess where that is? Oh, I wonder if it's going to be at Bridges. Bridges at seven o'clock on Friday. But what are the odds? Pretty, pretty high in a movie like this. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I like how though Daniel tries to change the time and he goes, look, that's the only time he's got. If I were yeah. you, I wouldn't. See, cancel. that's interesting. Cause I'd yeah.
3: forgotten about this scene. Cause you yeah. think, Oh, it's just, you know, they, the world's collided it is what it is. Yeah. But he goes out of his way to see his secretary and go, mate, can we just, can we change it? it? Yeah. Time? Yeah. And, sh- and her, the secretary, they show flicking through the diary. It's all yeah. very busy. It's written diary. Yep. And she looks at him and goes, my advice, cause this is the Don't executive cancel. assistant of yeah. the biggest guy in TV. Yep. Listen, my advice, if he asks for a meeting, don't cancel it. Yeah, keep the appointment. Great advice.
0: (laughs) Anyway, we're at the restaurant now. They arrive, and uh, I think he knows Mr. Lundy's in the non-smoking section. I love how he makes it. He goes, oh, smoking? and must be, oh, smoking. Yeah. (laughs) So, look, you know, I gave Tries to justify (laughs) why he wanted to be sitting somewhere else. Bit of a stretch. He goes, okay, then smoking. So, they head over there. So, it puts distance between Lundy and the family. Stu presents Miranda with a lovely, expensive bracelet. And I, th- I think well, the quip from Mrs. Doubtfire was, oh, is it real? Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: Daniel and by the way, decides. at this point, at this point, yeah. you've got to give credit to Stu, who has who has held his oh, yeah. nerve yeah. at every interaction. He's never said a bad word to to, to Miranda about yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. His intentions because, are noble. Um, because yep. he knows that Miranda, man, Miranda's life is easier because of Mrs. Doubtfire. She's happier because yeah. of Mrs. Doubtfire. Of
0: course. He needs her to be around. Absolutely. Uh, so we see now that D- Daniel very smartly rings the restaurant to say, listen, if I'm running late, tell Mr. Lundy I'm going to be a few minutes later yeah, if he's yeah. tra- stuck in traffic. Um, but when he arrives, I love it how they stay. He's already got the double scotches lined up. They start smashing, yep. smashing out there, and he's starting to get a little bit pissed <laughs> as well. He's, he's off his dial after yeah. the first interaction with Lundy. So but back then, uh, so he, he's changed with he's he's changed Lundy. He's changed. She's to, to back to Daniel. He's rushed back, and now he's back as Mrs. Doubtfire. Back at the table, they're about to order, um, and Stu, I think tells them that he's allergic to pepper. Something mm. you got to keep in mind. Yes. But then, as they're having a drink, and uh, you know he's couple with three sheets to the wind already, so a bit pissed. Mrs. Doubtfire's uh, teeth fall out. Who oh,
2: thought about this <laughs> one moment? Carpe dentum. She's the
0: teeth. Let me assist. Carpe Dentum. Carpe Dentum. And so Seize the Teeth. Uh, Do you remember in Dead Pilots Dead Society? Pulse Society yeah. So that movie that he was in. Yep. Right. And that, and so that would be a nice nod back. Nice yep. nod back to, to uh, Dead to Pilots Dead Pulse Society. But he was also, in 1986, Robin Williams starred in a film called Seize the Day. Yeah. Really? A little known movie, but he All was right. in a movie called yeah. Seize the Day. Anyway, he's back with Lundy. Uh, more drinks are on the table but he's changed his outfit but hasn't gotten rid of all the makeup yeah
1: are you wearing ladies perfume yes I am are you wearing lipstick yeah why (laughs) rubbed off (laughs) from home girl I used to date She's a waitress.
2: Waitress? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: On the way to the bathroom. Couldn't keep her hands off me. <laughs> <laughs> you dog, you skellywag. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
3: I got the stretch outside.
2: Does your girlfriend have a girlfriend? Hey, it's the 90s. Oh, no, no, I mean it.
0: Does she have a lady friend for oh. me? <laughs> <laughs> Does your girlfriend have a girlfriend? Hey, it's the, the 90s. 90s. <laughs> That's
3: so good. <laughs> then he goes, no, a friend for me. <laughs> I'd just, i I'd love to spend time with the director just to go, please tell me which ones were Robin's lines uh, and which I'd ones were scripted.
0: Healthy about was him. Wow. Um, he gets changed back to Mrs. Doubtfire, yep. goes through the kitchen and puts pepper in Stu's meal. What yep. he's the allergic to, yep. But then he, because he's half tanked, remember? Yeah. And he comes back to Lundy's table. Dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire. Dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: Can I help you, ma'am? Oh, sorry, I'm late. But after all those scotches, I had to piss like a racehorse. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Daniel? Yeah?
4: Why in God's name are you dressed like a woman?
2: (laughs) Oh, damn. I... Well, would <laughs> like you to meet the host of your new show. Host? Euphigenia Doubtfire, dear. I specialize in the education and entertainment of children.
0: Surprise! <laughs> How good is he thinking on his feet, right? So first he sells, he goes, he's got lipstick on. He goes, oh, waitress I used to date. Yeah. And then he comes back, makes a massive mistake here and twi- twists it around and saying, I'll meet the host of your new show. Well, I think the brilliant
3: thing there is it's uh, it's the transition of, okay, he's actually at a business meeting and he's got, yeah. a, he's got to remember he's pitching a TV show here, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually a stroke of genius to go,
0: well, yeah, this he's, works. He's the host of your new show. Yeah. Boom. So good, so good. Very smart. But what he does, he sees, he looks across and sees Stu choking, yes. thinking, oh, shit, I've killed the bloke. Mm. Races over. I remember earlier in the movie when he, he was talking about his credentials, about how he, he knew the Heimlich maneuver. Yes. Earlier in the movie. And in, when he's presenting his resume. Yeah. And so he races across and uh, he he has to go and, and help. Help! <laughs> So his mask has come off in the process <coughs> here. Yeah, <coughs> not good. Yeah. <gasps> I'm
2: okay, i You all right, I'm
3: Everyone's looking at him. Half yeah. a mask, half face. Daddy. Oh.
1: Yeah, honey, it's me.
4: <laughs> Happy
1: birthday.
5: The whole time? Oh, I'm,
1: I'm sorry, Miranda, oh, please.
5: Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I have to go. We have to leave now. I have to leave. We have to leave now. I have to go.
3: We're so my favourite part Genius of that acting, is yeah. her going, Daniel, Daniel. And then the yeah. the whole time. The whole, the whole time. Because like, what it is, in yeah. my mind, it's her going, oh, my God. What's going on? And then it's like, oh, my God. I had that conversation with you. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is outrageous. And then, oh, my God. What about that time yeah. we talked and what I said to him? Shocking. So it's her... It's her realizing everything she said about Daniel to Daniel, to Daniel yeah. not knowing it was to Daniel, and it, I genuinely felt that uh, through
0: those tones and change of voice. I thought it was so good. You got to remember too that the little girl didn't know. No, that's remember right. She says, "Oh, Daddy." Yeah. Because the two older kids knew. Remember? Yeah, that's right. So massive shock there. Anyway, we're back in court, and uh, poor old Daniel has lost all custody with his kids, and uh, makes this impassioned plea.
1: Your Honour, in the past two months, I have secured a residence. I've refurbished that residence and made it an environment fit for children. Those are your words. I'm also holding down a job as a shipping clerk. So I, I believe I met your requirements. I had a schedule. In regards to my behavior, I can only plead insanity. Because ever since my children were born, the moment I looked at them, I was crazy about them. Once I held them, I was hooked. I'm addicted to my children, sir. I love them with all my heart. And the idea of someone telling me I can't be with them, I can't see them every day, well, it's like someone saying, I, I can't have air. I can't live without air, and I I can't live without them. Listen, I would do anything. I just want to be with them. You know, I need that, sir. We have a history, and I just they mean everything to me, and they need me as much as I need them.
0: Mm. But unfortunately, the judge says, "Look, you know, you've shown, yeah, you've done this, but you know what? This what you've done is been just a big performance." He goes, yeah. "I think this what you've shown, that's a performance." But, well, I don't what, know if what, it's what real. What the judge says is yeah. that little monologue. Yeah, is, goes, is "A performance. performance. You're an actor. Yeah. You're a great actor." So it sort of backfired on him there. Yeah. Uh, back home, here's an interesting part where they're talking about how much they miss Mrs. Doubtfire, and he goes, "Oh, we should, we really should stop talking about yeah." Her they're talking that about way. her as if she's yeah, real. Yeah, and They goes, suddenly got to stop saying that, but then they suddenly hear her voice. Yeah, and then they go around to the lounge room and they see Mrs. Doubtfire on TV presenting the kids show. Yeah, and uh, they're thinking, "Wow!" And they're actually sitting down and laughing at it. And yeah, thinking, Miranda wow, too, smiling yeah, and laughing. Yeah. Yes. Next thing we see uh, is is Mrs. Doubtfire, aka Daniel, on the set, and they've just wrapped an episode, and they're they're high fiving each other, and uh, I think um, Mr. Lundy says, "Oh, we're top of the we're top of the ratings in LA and everywhere, yep. and we're a huge success." Miranda though visits on the set, and uh, they have a little conversation.
1: You just sat there in that courtroom. You knew the truth. You didn't say a word. And you let that judge pass that despicable sentence.
0: I was angry.
1: Oh.
5: Look, you hurt me oh, too. Oh, you ripped
1: oh, my heart out. Will I you, you come back to do it again?
5: I lied. Uh, you know what? What? I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do anymore who did what to whom. Ever since this happened, I've been trying to make sense out of it. And the only thing I know to be true in my heart is that the children were happier when Mrs. Doubtfire was a part of their lives.
4: <laughs> yeah?
5: She, she brought out the best in them. She brought out the best in you. And you? Yeah. They miss her terribly. What are you saying? Daniel, the kids need you.
0: So the resolution here is they uh, he- Daniel heads home, meets the kids again, and they- it was the same reveal. Yes, remember the, the, she open opens door, the door, kids standing and the it's door because the they're going to meet the new baby, the new house, new, the new babysitter or yeah. housekeeper, and it's their dad. And so, what about the courts? that sound like it's all taken care of. Yeah. So he returns to spend afternoons with the kids. But I love the the ending of the movie is actually Mrs. Doubtfire on TV answering a letter from a young child whose parents are going through a divorce oh my dear Katie
2: you know some parents when they're angry they get along much better when they don't live together they don't fight all the time and they can become better people and much better mummies and daddies for you and sometimes they get back together and sometimes they don't dear and if they don't don't blame yourself. Just because they don't love each other anymore doesn't mean that they don't love you.
0: Which, kind of, that, that was Oof. the full stop on the movie. That and, is. And it really explained their situation too. So Daniel and because Miranda, obviously not going to get back together again, but they've got, they're got they going to be friendly for the kids.
3: But it shows that, see, you, th- you kind of, at a, at a glance, when you look at the, even just the basic story arc and the basic plot, you think, well, it's Miranda that realises that, you know, she did the wrong thing and, and it was better that Daniel looked after the kids. Yeah. You could say that, right? Yeah, yeah. But actually, that's true, but yeah. Daniel also realises that he needs to be a better person. He needed to change person. too. Yeah, he yeah. needs to change yep. and that's what he explains in that letter. Absolutely and, and right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's sad, but it's also uplifting in
0: some weird way. It is. Way. No, it still is a happy ending, I yeah. find. It's still a happy ending. Everyone... The kids are happy. Daniel's happy. You know, Miranda's happy. I
3: think the stats are probably a lot worse. Remember, it used to be one in three marriages and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure the stats are worse now. But yeah. that's
0: that's modern life. Absolutely, and right. this is a movie yeah.
3: from 1993.
0: Yeah, I think it still holds up in that sense. Yeah. All righty, let's catch some favourite lines. This is the uh, remember when he goes to see the the uh, social worker for the first time. He mm-hmm. goes, "What do you do exactly?" And she say, "He says this." What do you mean? You do voices,
1: Ben. I do voices. Yes! We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops. We made a mistake. We're oh, happy to be in America. Don't ask for a green card.
2: <laughs> I want you in the worst way.
1: Well, this is certainly a rough meeting, and it's not going very well for me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, boss, give it a chance. She's going to loosen up any moment. <laughs> Look at me right now, money penny. I want to undo that bow and get to know you.
0: I'm
2: crazy to make a deal with you! Nancy and I are... Still looking for the other half of my head. You idiot! You're doing it! I'm sitting on a gold mine. Don't make me smack you, sweetheart.
1: I'll do it. I do a great impression of a hot dog.
0: <laughs> How skillful is this bloke? Mate, honestly, That's genius. It's genius. hard to watch. It really is. This it's is so your good. your favorite line too, mate.
1: Ah, look at this. My first day as a woman. I'm getting hot flashes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is funny too. Like, what I loved about it was that there, there are parts where Mrs. Doubtfire is sort of talking about what she should do. Uh, like, there was one part where, "Oh, well, maybe, maybe her father is the right person." He goes, "No, no, I want to do this." And this is then she asks, then she asks about what she should do. Going, uh, our Stew's about to take her out.
2: Can't you see the lust in that man's eyes? It's too soon, dear, really. You've got to give your divorce some time, dear. Let your sheets cool down before you bring someone else into the bed, all right? Mrs. Doubtfire, may I ask you a question? Oh, sir.
5: How long after Mr. Doubtfire passed away, Winston, Winston did you feel any desire? Never. Never. Never again. <laughs> Never again.
2: Once the father of your children is out of the picture, the only solution is total and lifelong celibacy.
0: Celibacy. Yes. <laughs> so, here's great, this is a cracking line. When they're in the restaurant, remember, and she's, um, Stu's given her the bracelet. She, remember, Miranda took uh, little Natalie to the toilet, and it's just Mrs. Doubtfire and, uh, he goes, you know what, you uh, that's pretty good. It means that you want more than just a dinner, eh? Like, and, uh, <laughs> but he says you got some competition. I hope you're up for a little
2: competition. I beg your pardon? She's got a power tool in the bedroom, dear. <coughs> it's her personal jackhammer. She could break a sidewalk with that <clears throat> She uses it in the light stem. It's like a prison
0: movie. Oh. Maybe she hasn't chipped her teeth. Which, again, is... so. It's That would be... If that is a, not written, he made that up. He, he, mate, he made that whole thing
3: up, right? There's no doubt in my mind. And what's great about it is it's on the edge so far, but it's still totally fine in a movie for families because oh, yeah, yeah. no well, kid would understand go, what they're talking a bit, about. A
0: bit over the head of kids, for sure. No kid one. knows what they're talking about. All right. How did that happen? Let's talk a couple of plot holes, right? Now, this is my thoughts, okay? Was the makeup that good that he wasn't recognisable you reckon to his wife if you dressed up as a woman you reckon your wife would recognise you, do you, do you was, yeah, it, was think... the makeup that good you I don't know, know. Like, I, I, well, is, that, I, is that sort of given a bit of I thought about it during the movie all yeah. I thought was
3: how much do our eyes give away because yeah. that's no, really all that matters the voice was great also teeth although yeah, they, yeah. she had the dentures things yeah, in true, I don't know true. it's a tough yeah. one I don't
0: know. Um, another little uh, thing that I was uh, that I learned that at the very beginning of the movie when he's voicing the animation and the actual animation is there. Apparently, uh, audio is always recorded after the animation. They do the audio first, and then they do the animation. So he's voicing an already completed animation. You know, Did you see the cartoon yeah, on there? Yeah, yeah. In reality, the audio he's comes the first, other way around. and then they do that, yeah. He might not have lost his job then either. Right. Yeah. Things you might not know. Uh, I already told you that he was given uh, free reign over yep. his improvisations, but there were a few legal problems because he did mention he refers to other movies. Like I think he one time he, he, he made up this bit where, oh, that's a lovely Dances with Wolves motif you're going on there. So oh. that had to get legal clearance for, for that to be included in the movie. Uh, so every reference he made had to be written down and checked legally to make sure that it's legal to have <laughs> it in the movie. <laughs> there was talk of a sequel for this movie right. uh, in the early 2000s. There was a script being written, by Bonnie Hunt was writing the script. You know oh, Bonnie yeah. Hunt from Cars? Yeah. yeah. She was writing the script. Robin Williams was set to return as Mrs. Doubtfire, like in the first one, but there were problems with the script. They started rewriting. Williams was apparently not happy with the plot. They were aiming for a 2007 release. There were a lot of script problems. The sequel was declared scrapped in the middle of 2006. The storyline for the sequel was was originally set to involve uh, Mrs. Doubtfire moving closer to her daughter's college to keep an eye on her. So that was that was the whole basis of the sequel. Didn't eventuate, of course, and if, but by the time uh, serious discussions continued uh, into the 2010s, mm. and unfortunately in April 2014, uh, Robin they, they, they made the announcement that they're going to may perhaps do it, and then he died a few months later. Wow. Yeah, so... No sequel. Uh, he, Robin Williams, said he used many of his real childhood nanny to characterise Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. So what they did, they, like he said, "Oh look, this reminds me of my real life nanny. Yeah, how I portrayed Mrs. Doubtfire." So what do they do? The British tabloids went out and found his former oh, nanny, my God. who was uh, her real name. The real nanny, her name was Lolly, in a Michigan nursing home, and they were they were they said they found the real Mrs. Doubtfire. And so, yeah, the uh, local newspaper ran a story that said the headline "Real Mrs. Doubtfire." Now, get this, mate! Amazing little bit of information here. Chris Columbus, the director, massive James Bond fan. So, get in, okay. Pierce Brosnan. So, when Pierce Brosnan was offered the Bond role uh, earlier in the eighties, but his contract with Remington Steel, he was making that show, would they wouldn't release him from the contract to be Bond? Right. So when in 1995, when MGM was talking about getting another bond, they spoke to Columbus, Chris Columbus, the director, and he said, mate, I just worked with Pierce Brosnan. He's a genius. Give him another go. He's your man. And he got the job as James Bond. Oh, so he wasn't Bond before this? No. He was Bond oh, after this. Wow. So Chris Columbus was instrumental in MGM looking at Pierce Brosnan again. And because he'd just worked with me, he said, mate, here's your man right here. Wow. So Chris Columbus can take credit for Pierce, so Pierce Brosnan's becoming bond. Bond.
3: bond. One of the great Bonds too, surely? Absolutely, yeah.
0: yeah. Did you notice, right, I'm going to ask you, how many times you reckon Mrs. Doubtfire said the word dear? Oh, God, 70. 101 oh, times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three questions for Trev. Yep. You never had any questions oh, for say, Steve, I by I the way, bad. in cars. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it wasn't in the... Three. <laughs> Three questions for Trev. Number one, did Miranda have a strong enough reason to divorce Daniel? Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. she I think We discussed this earlier. I think yeah, she, I think she put up She could have lightened up a bit. Do you reckon? I think she put up with a lot. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. Question two, does Miranda eventually hook up with Stu? Do you reckon yeah, they definitely. become an item? Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. I
3: think in the sequel... Yeah. They're married. Yeah. The kids are again in college. Right. And Mrs. Doubtfire is a, a national superstar on right. TV. Well, that's my next question.
0: Does Mrs. Doubtfire slash Daniel become a big TV star? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Because that, that show, he was saying that there was a lot of... Yeah, great, it was, was success already. The demo. So, yeah. Uh, you can see spinoffs. Wow. Yeah, would have been huge.
0: All righty. Well, that's Mrs. Doubtfire, mate. Give us your wrap-up and rating. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's, one of, it's,
3: it's weird because it's a fun, funny movie, but it's got this kind of serious undertone yeah. to it that yeah. I... I don't even think I'd thought about it until we sat down and have had most of the conversations we've been having. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that about it. It's, uh, it's, a, it's an 8.5 for
0: me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm an 8.5 in this one too. We agree on that. Do we agree on many. We agree. Not often, but we're getting closer. Okay. Now let's talk about next week, shall we? Oof. Next week, we are watching War of the Worlds, oh. which the 2005 version starring Tom Cruise oh, directed versions. by Steven Spielberg. Oh, wow. Was this Your a TV question show at some is, point? Uh, it was a radio show, has been a TV series. There was okay. a very old War of the Worlds movie that okay. I own on Blu-ray here. Of course. Uh, and uh, But they decided to remake it with right, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise 2, 3, Steven 5. Spielberg. Okay. Okay, Tom Cruise starring, Steven Spielberg directed. What yep. other film oh. united Tom Cruise with Steven Spielberg? Is it A, Born on the 4th of July? B, Minority Report? C, The Last Samurai? Or D, Jerry Maguire? I just don't think Steven Spielberg directs Jerry Maguire.
3: So I'm going to go with the first one.
0: Born on the 4th of July? Okay. Meh. Born on the 4th of July was directed by Oliver Stone. Minority Report was directed by Steven Spielberg. The Last Samurai was directed by Ed Zwick. So, sorry, mate. Jerry Maguire was directed by Cameron Crowe. Just to be clear, at least I got that bit right. Yeah, well you like I, <laughs> I said you said Jeremy was not directed by us. Yes you did get that bit right, yeah. but unfortunately, Trevor you didn't get the question right. Okay. But better luck next time. <laughs> That's great. War of the Worlds. Next week. We hope you enjoyed Mrs. Doubtfire. Dear, we hope you enjoyed Mrs. <laughs>
4: Doubtfire. <laughs> there it <Thank> is.
0: <laughs> Let's chat next week.
4: There you are.